0: I mean, all the time, it's, uh, I mean, the shot was a shot. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh... (laughs) The shot was a shot. Well, explain that first. (laughs)
0: I mean, the best action shot was a cannon that shot.
1: In a shot. In a shot, yeah. Yeah. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pod Hard with me Jonas Högberg and Anders Schultquist. Yes, we're continuing the tracing of action cinema throughout the ages, throughout history, and we've reached the year 1926. I was gonna say penultimate year, but uh, no, it's not really. But uh, it's a year.
0: <laughs> Just another year.
1: Well, we do, we do have some uh, good stuff uh, coming at you, uh, but uh, we've watched a lot of uh, crap, I would say, uh, as well as some good stuff. So, uh, I'm a bit uh, fatigued at watching all these silent uh, movies. <laughs> I mean, oh man, I'm, I'm so looking forward to uh, sound, Anders. But uh, do you really? Because won't the action be taking a pretty big hit? I know, the action is gonna be so lackluster and I'm guessing almost uh, non existent, but uh, I'm so looking forward to hearing people speak. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but uh, you know, after watching uh, silent movies uh, like we have for so long, it's starting to wear me down a bit. Um, but of course, there are some fantastic silent movies, of course, but uh, sometimes you just wanna hear someone say,
0: Get out of here. Let's get
1: the (laughs) hell out of here. As is custom in action movies. Uh, so anyway, uh, how did you? Uh, what's your feelings about the year 1926?
0: I mean, we we do get one masterpiece. Uh.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would say so as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. You you uh, watched. Uh, uh, should we just jump in, or
1: what are we doing? Uh, well, we we could talk about uh, well, I, I suck I get, at
0: these. Um, yeah, Sammanfattningar, yeah, yeah. or what what well, do you call them?
1: Maybe I can summarize it. So summarizing uh, shit. Uh, let's let's let me do a summarizing for you the episode. Uh, We're going to be talking about uh, Buster Keaton's The General and Harold Lloyd's For Heaven's Sake. That will be our two main attractions. But uh, before we get to them, I thought we were going to say a couple of words about uh, some of the duds that (laughs) we have watched. Uh, One of them is uh, for sure the Black Pirate, Douglas Fairbanks. well, a uh, pirate movie. Um, I mean,
0: it, it might be harsh to call these movies duds or. Uh, well, what the hell? Uh, dud, dud away,
1: uh, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I. You I, I... yourself
1: mid sentence. I love that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been a bit uh, fatigued by the Fairbanks or. Uh, or or i i would say he doesn't uh, he hasn't um, pushed himself in the, the directions that i was hoping for i would say now now he has settled in and i i think the sword fighting is uh, less interesting than when he was uh, exploring it earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I, I thought about that as well. Uh, the sword fighting in this movie is uh, so much less interesting than in The Three Musketeers, for example, uh, because here it feels like it's adapted to the Hollywood codex. Like, you're not supposed to fence um, for more than, like, uh, three seconds of uh, airtime and then cut. Uh, in The Three Musketeers, there, was, there, there were these wide shots where the people... We're fencing at each other and going crazy for uh, vast periods of time, and here they're cutting away, uh, being much more safe uh, with the action. I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's some good stuff in there. I I uh, I enjoyed, uh, but as you say, they cut away to uh, mid or uh, yeah, close tighter framed shots. Uh, pretty often, and uh, I-, I guess that's uh, how it will be from now on in American action cinema. Yeah, a lot of times uh, that is uh, that is how they work even today. Uh, <laughs> do tighter shots, but we know that Fairbanks can can do uh, cooler stuff. But here, uh, I-, I think it was uh, a pretty interesting to see it uh, established, more or less.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if it was the same in The Thief of Baghdad because it didn't do that much uh, fencing in that movie. But uh, uh, here you, you definitely get the sense that uh, he has toned uh, things down uh, and gone with uh, safety measures more um, to, uh, I don't know, appease uh, the movie... Moguls, uh, so not to get injured and stuff like that. Uh, I thought it was interesting uh, the opening of the movie uh, where Douglas Fairbanks and his father is the sole survivors of a pirate ambush on a ship, and they are uh, flushed ashore on a beach. um, And his father dies in his arms and he vows to get revenge on the pirates. And this is uh, for especially for Swedish viewers. Uh, very familiar with the cartoon here, the Phantom. So uh, there was a movie made in the '90s um, called The Phantom, uh, based on the comic book, with uh, Billy Zane in the role as the Phantom, uh, also starring Catherine Zeta-Jones, I think. Um, it was a kind of a quite okay, funny um, adventure movie um, in sort of Indiana Jones uh, style. Uh, But the comic book hero was uh, created in the 30s, I think, by Lee Falk, And I do think that he has been greatly influenced by this movie for the Phantom's backstory. Uh, He is uh, washed in Africa in the 1600s, I think. uh, And it's a very similar thing. He he swears by his father's uh, skull that he will avenge him and that he will fight all the pirates of the world. Um, so I thought it was uh, very similar to the Black Pirate uh, opening. Okay. Maybe on to something here. Ah, mm. Paul Hart is
0: on to something.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I guess everything is a
0: first. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess. <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, th- this movie was in color?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I- so, what do you call yeah. it? It's like only two, three colors or something: um, red, the green, and yeah, not much <laughs> more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not much going on. Oh, well, but it doesn't look like Suspiria or something. Uh,
1: no, it's very, it's very um, subtle coloring. Uh, it's the it's the earliest, uh, not maybe not the earliest, but a very early example of Technicolor. Um. <clears throat> yeah. That uh, I mean, color wouldn't be used in Hollywood movies uh, until the late '30s, I think, uh, for real. Then, with uh, *Gone with the Wind* and stuff like that. So this is uh, uh, an early experiment uh, that is quite interesting. I I thought it was, um, I thought it was soothing to see color <laughs> in a silent movie. <laughs> well, maybe
0: there is a-, a restored Blu-ray version or something with really popping colors of Yeah, movie. that would be nice. They could go uh, all in. But Definitely. I mean, th- th- this first fight on the island, I-, I think there is some pretty solid dual-wielding sword fighting, but, mm. but it doesn't push uh, much further. And and later, I-, I was thinking about when he fights uh, almost a whole uh, uh, crew on-, on a ship, uh, it, it uh, ventures into this that... Uh, both Buster and Harold Lloyd has done, that That they think that just adding more is more.
1: <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. So. Uh, very, very common for late uh, <laughs> silent uh, comedy uh, movies. But uh, yeah, you had
0: 10 cops chasing you. I will have hundreds.
1: <laughs> oh, you had hundreds? Well, how about a thousand?
0: But I mean, that's an action staple as well, going more and more over the top. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it can go either way. Either you add till it goes so over top that you have to just, yeah, go, go there.
1: Yeah, go and, wild. Uh, go Transformers and Fast and <laughs> Furious style.
0: <laughs> but sometimes it just uh, hides up that you don't have that much to uh, do with these uh,
1: additions. Mm. Uh, definitely, definitely. Um, and yeah, uh, I, I think this, w- this is definitely one of the lesser Fairbanks movies. Even though it is... Uh, it, I don't know if it's an impressive stunt, but I, I thought it was a nice image when he jumps at the sail uh, with his sword and uh, uh, goes through the sail and uh, comes down to the floor uh, with this maneuver.
0: Yeah, I like the whole when he uh, the whole scene when he climbs up the the back of the ship as well. Mm. His parkouring thingy, magic.
1: Yeah, he still got it. He's he's getting a bit uh, older now. You can definitely see that. I think. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, let's leave uh, Mr. Fairbanks and uh, talk a bit about uh, Tom Mix then.
0: <laughs> yeah, over to you. I, I skipped uh, Tom Mix. I didn't uh, fit him.
1: Into your schedule. Into my
0: very busy schedule.
1: (laughs) Being a bit ironic, I hope. Uh, So, uh, yeah, Tom Mix, uh, he's been uh, going at it for quite some time, I think. He started uh, in the early 10s. Uh, and he is the—I don't know if he's the earliest. I, I so often want to say that. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is the epitome. This is the earliest one. This is the the one that uh, made all the others uh, imitate him. I, I have dug you... out
0: the the. I have <laughs> found the pearl. Yes, <laughs>
1: I don't know if he really is, but he's definitely one of the earliest uh, wild Western star Western stars. Um, uh, so uh, he's like uh, he's like early John Wayne uh, territory. Uh, I would say he's like a combination of Douglas Fairbanks and John Wayne, actually. So he has that uh, playfulness, uh, but he also has like the the gravitas of John Wayne. Um, so I I think it's a very interesting mix, actually. Um, ah, Tom Mix. Tom Mix, yeah, definitely. Um, and uh, I kind of like this guy actually. Um, I was thinking about maybe I should see the entire movie because because I've fast forwarded through it because we didn't think we would be talking about it but uh, I gave it a look see and uh, yeah maybe maybe Tom Mix should get some praise Yeah but there I have a
0: couple of movies too that that I've thrown in that I will return to that we mm. that we skipped ahead
1: of Yeah so uh, yeah, it, it's called uh, The, the k and Train Robbery, this movie that he makes in 1926. And uh, I think it's one of his, uh, that most people say it's one of his best movies. Um, and uh, well, it's about a great train robbery, of course. And uh, there is some nice uh, action with a train. Uh, and it, there is some scenes where he's under the train and climbing on and uh, holding on for dear life. Uh, which was kind of neat. Um, And also he has uh, some romantic interludes that I thought was uh, better than usual in these movies. Um, I thought he had quite quite the the charisma, actually, Tom Mix. And he wasn't as um, brutish as a lot of uh, silent movie stars can be towards women. Uh, He is a bit condescending, which everybody is, I guess. But uh, he wasn't—he uh, wasn't all douchebag, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and uh, fun fact: my uncle, who uh, passed away a couple of years ago, this he Tom Mix was his uh, childhood hero. Actually, he grew up in the 30s and uh, used to watch all the Tom Mix movies that were shown in uh, his small rural town of Motala in Sweden. Um, that was the time that was a time when um, every single street in Sweden had a movie theater as I'm guessing it was the case uh, all around the world um, so all kinds of movies were being shown all the time but he was uh, searching out uh, all the Tom Mix uh, flicks he was obsessed with the uh, western stuff I thought it was really cute uh, <laughs> as know, and now I know why he thought uh, Tom Mix was the stuff uh, I kind of like him
0: yeah Okay, so maybe I have to go back to Tom Mix as well.
1: Hmm. Uh, Yeah, but uh, let's leave this and uh, move on then.
0: Yeah, did you watch those, uh, I think, two reelers, uh, Fool's Luck and My Stars? I Uh, did. Did you? No, I didn't. Uh, So I was going to ask you if there was something uh, worth mentioning. in
1: Yeah, we we had um, two two two-reelers, Fool's Luck and My Stars, um, which was not that interesting, really. Uh, My Stars is sort of a parody of um, Hollywood. Uh, There's a girl who gets um, fan mail. uh, She has sent fan mail to movie stars. And gets uh, a reply, uh, you know, a signed autograph with uh, the movie star's image. And so for every new um, post office um, delivery she gets, uh, her uh, fiancé has to change up his style and imitate that person. uh, Which was a a cute uh, plot thing. So he has to dress up like Rudolf Valentino first from The Shake. Um, and uh, then she gets smitten with the Fairbanks bug and has to dress up like Robin Hood. And then she is all about Harold Lloyd and he has to run around with the hat and the outfit and uh, and he actually come, gets into a crazy action scene at the end, uh, which is I think only back projection Stuff, so they they're not actually doing any real stuff, but uh, it was kind of funny when uh, they're riding an airplane and the uh, girl is uh, riding the airplane on an, on a saddle, um, which was a cute image. I mean, but, I, I um, think
0: they do pretty good back projection uh, at times yeah, in these movies. Yeah, uh, it's much better than uh, <laughs> in later, in like in James Bond movies when they drive well, cars and stuff.
1: I do think the black and white imagery adds a lot of uh, you know credence and uh, believability. Uh, yeah. It's e- easier to, to get uh, when it's black and white, I think. Um, so
0: that's really cool because there have been some shots where where I, uh, where you don't really see it uh, that easily.
1: Mm. Uh, so did you watch this uh, samurai movie? Yeah. Okay, then I'll leave it to you. I haven't seen that. Okay, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just hold on there. Just a second, sir. Or it's should called we... yeah. shock on. Or, or should we take
0: Larry Seaman, Seaman first? Hey, it's up to you, man. Rip him off.
1: <laughs> like oh, you a... want to rip Larry Seaman off? <laughs> <laughs> Come no. on. But,
0: uh, uh, we we talked about uh, yeah. We take Larry Seaman first. Larry Seaman. No, Larry Seaman.
1: Larry Seaman. Larry Seaman is way too se- seedy, seedy, <laughs> for our taste. Yes. Um, uh, in an
0: earlier episode, we we found out that we have uh, missed out on Larry Seaman, and then we missed out on him again because in 1925 <laughs> he made the Cloud Hopper, uh, mm, which okay. was a pretty cool. Uh, uh, I mean, his comedy isn't up to par. Uh, <laughs> I well, think. He,
1: he tends to reuse a lot of uh, imagery, uh, and
0: then yeah, then he reuses a lot of Buster Keaton gags. Uh, but he does
1: he does have something going for him. He's frenetic. I mean, when he starts his chases. They're they're so over the top that you can't help but uh, laugh at them. It's yeah, and there's really uh,
0: really great camera positions. They, they get this uh, intense dynamic feel. It's like you're mm. there. It's really good. Yeah. and I I mean we watched uh, or, or I did anyway. Watched uh, the the Cloud Hopper. There's this dynamic between uh, uh, Larry Salmon and and then he has there's this black actor Spencer Bell in the Cloud Hopper. And the, the girl uh, played by Dorothy Dwan. Okay, they all yeah. get involved in the action in, in, uh, in a way.
1: Mm-hmm. Because yeah. th-
0: the first one to give chase in both, both this and his 1926 film Stop, Look and Listen, which, which is, a, is a lost movie, but we have seen the last uh, reel. Uh, Mm. And and they are uh, (laughs) almost the same. (laughs) Uh, A guy tries to get away (laughs) with money. Mm. A girl gives chase. Kind of like a throwback to the... uh,
1: The Hazards of Helen movies. Yeah, to the The... Hazards of Helen movies. Yeah. Mm. Uh, From the the 10s.
0: She she drives away in a car and then Larry and uh, in. The Cloudhopper, Spencer Bell, and in uh, Stop, Look, and Listen, it is Curtis Snowball McHenry. They get on a motorcycle with a side wagon mm. and chase after. Yeah. Uh, and the and, uh, Cloudhopper ends on with a fight up on an airplane. Uh, Larry mm-hmm. jumps from motorcycle to airplane... Uh, and then jumps between airplanes. Pretty cool mm. stuff. And, uh, yeah,
1: and, and there are some wide shots that are really impressive that really looks like they're up on airplanes and uh, walking around on them.
0: Yeah, there's a stunt guy walking around mm. on airplanes. Great and stuff. in Stop looking, and Listen we, we end up on a train. Uh, train mm. chase some running about yeah. and and while I do like this dynamic with these three, three characters uh, chasing after wh- when it's time for the big finale they just uh, drop out and disappear the other two I- in the chase uh, scene mm. <laughs> and it's all Larry so they drop yeah. the ball a bit there uh, but there's some good stuff on the way uh, mm. but they, they can't uh, continue to parallel edit uh, between these different
1: uh, Yeah. Si- happenings yeah um it's nice to see uh, a woman getting some action um although she mainly drives the car um and it isn't that much going on with the car
0: no and and then she disappears
1: and then she disappears but uh for the um, the black guys uh, they get uh, a lot of comedy going. They they fall from the motorcycles in spectacular ways. And in the (laughs) the 1926 uh, movie, uh, this uh, Snowball guy, uh, was it his name? Snowball?
0: Yeah, Curtis Snowball McHenry.
1: Curtis Snowball McHenry. Uh, He has a crazy thing where he rides his motorcycle And then he steps out of it as it's going in full speed and starts running next to it, Roadrunner style. What is going on? (laughs) For no apparent reason. Yeah.
0: And then we don't see him anymore. That's the last thing he do in the movie. It's really odd. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, Spencer in uh, The Cloud Opera has a pretty cool scene where, where they go, when, when they're going to take off on the car, <laughs> mm. yeah. uh, he, the, it goes, it breaks down and he, he rides a, away on the engine uh, and uh, Larry sits, is left sitting in the, in the rest of the car. So, so Spencer is trying to drive the car, uh, riding on the hood of it. Uh, and then he gets picked up in the side cart uh, a couple of times uh, just in front of a train uh,
1: mm. and stuff. Yeah, so, 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 so there's he, some
0: wild stuff going on in the movies. There's some wild stuff,
1: but he does tend to reuse a lot of gags. Um, yeah, he ripped them right movies. off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he uh, must have,
0: uh, in Stop, Look and Listen, the 1926 movie, uh, he must have read that Buster was going to blow up a train because. Uh, suddenly, for s- no apparent reason, there is uh, a, a <laughs> cart full of high explosives on a train bridge. And, uh, yeah, they... and I,
1: I, th- I do think this is a model of a train bridge. I don't <laughs> yeah, think this is, they <laughs> actually, this is a model. Yeah, This is model uh, work. I mean, Buster does it for real, but uh, this is a bit more cheap, I think.
0: Uh, but did uh, you notice when, when they do the the, the the stunt where Buster jumped from a cliff to a tree... And mm, then yeah. gets down on the tree, but they do it with a car.
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah.
0: So yeah, rip rip off the best.
1: I guess so. Um, yeah. And uh, do you want to say something about uh, Shokon, this uh, samurai movie?
0: Yeah. So I was watched uh, <laughs> Shokon.
1: Shok- Shok- uh,
0: the English title is uh, apparently an an unforgettable
1: grudge. Mm, okay.
0: They're directed by Daisuke Ito. It's an, an another Japanese samurai movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I got tipped off by this uh, by Twitter handle Head Injury, who is posting a lot of interesting action stuff. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, this was originally a nine reeler and only the last reel has survived. Okay,
1: nine reeler. Then I guess that's like almost two hours or something. Uh, or how many is that? <laughs> <laughs> one reeler is ten minutes. No, that's like <laughs> one hour and a half. Okay.
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. So it, it seems to be about uh, two guys in love with the same woman. Uh, and uh, I don't know about the unforgettable grudge. Uh, when we get thrown in here, they are besieged by uh, these cops that we saw in, in the other Japanese movie that, that tries to catch people with ropes. Mm. I think it's a uh, really interesting... Uh <laughs> they have to keep their distance at all times and then try to get in and, and tie a rope around uh, this, okay. these crazy samurais. <laughs> okay. uh, so, so the girl gets away with one of these samurai who seems to be uh, injured, and mm-hmm. the other one stays and fights all these guys.
1: Mm, yeah. Uh, okay. So
0: there's an army of uh, rope. Uh, handling cops and this Japanese uh, samurai who, who is, seems to be like one of these uh, fight like a man possessed almost turning demon uh, characters again. His ha- hair is all wild and he's getting paler and more uh, bug die
1: mm, through the okay. process
0: and swings around like a crazy person. Very so, popular. I mean they catch this uh, I think they handle this. uh, The I I have a problem with more modern movies with the the many on one choreographers, where a lot of people stand around waiting for their their cues. Yeah, but these samurai movies solve this by having this. man fighting like a possessed demon and everyone is afraid of losing their lives. Yeah. So, so you really feel this tension that everyone uh, tries to find uh, the perfect moment where they can do something without mm. dying. It's very yeah. tense. Uh, <laughs>
1: Great stuff. I love that.
0: I mean, every cut could kill. There's an inten- yeah. intensity to, to, to this, and there's a lot of moving camera in this one as well Pants and tilts—and and we get uh, the this uh, Lloyd-esque uh, rigged on a car, uh, go- going from close shot and moving away to, uh, 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 to to a wide shot. Okay. Yeah. So and with people coming at at him at all, all from all angles, and there's a, yeah, there's a great shot. Of, of these guys coming at him, it, it starts close. We see guys coming at him from the back, closing in to, to and try to wrestle him down. And the camera pulls out and, and an army of people just barge in. And then we get some ni- really cool editing as well. Uh, we have a wide shot and they cut in on these tight-framed uh, short bursts of action... Uh, that that really highlights the movement with with their uh, big clothes and, and stuff. Uh, it's really impressive stuff. Uh, I, I hopefully this this action scene is the eruption of a more uh, character driven piece. Uh, so so it has been focusing on this hero transforming into this uh, vicious. Uh, presence ghoulish Mm. staring and stuff Uh, so Mm. yeah another great samurai movie okay
1: check it out Um, okay but uh, it was only a fragment that was available on youtube
0: yeah the last reel
1: the last reel okay that's sad uh, but it's the case for a lot of japanese movies of course Um, so yeah let's get over to our main attractions then Buster. Buster and Harold. uh, Which one do you want to pick first? Let's do Harold. Let's Uh, do Harold. Okay. Yeah, let's do Harold. Um, So, yeah, Harold Lloyd, uh, 1926. uh, He's been doing uh, a movie a year now for quite some time. Quite some time, I think it's a couple of years. But, uh, yeah, so this uh, year he's making For Heaven's Sake. And he has been... uh, uh, he's been adopting this uh, way of making movies that uh, one year he's making a character driven movie with um, uh, with where the plot is uh, where the comedy lies in the plot uh, and the next year he makes a um, gag based movie where the comedy lies in the chases and the gags uh, and so for heaven's sake, is a gag movie. Uh, th- for thank heavens. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it starts off, starts off uh, with a bang. Um, Harold plays a millionaire. That is all douchey, Harold Lloyd style douchey. Uh, Anders is uh, sitting uh, with a grin. Beaming with a grin. Oh, yeah, this douchebaggery. I love it. <laughs> but uh, yeah,
0: but it's a. this is a really interesting douchebag because he's not that... He's not uh, an apparent douche per se. It's more like uh, he's uh, totally oblivious. Uh, I mean, he's a naive millionaire that gets... That is... Uh, reported as a douche by the newspaper, more or less. I mean, I mean, these accidents that he's into when he's buying cars in in the beginning.
1: Yeah, so the, the movie starts off with, with uh, Harold being uh, propelled in his uh, new car. Uh, he has a driver and... Uh... Another car in front of them uh, hits a bump and uh, there's a box out on the road. Black cat coffee, a box of black cat coffee that sort of blends ha- into the, uh, the, um, <laughs> the the street level. So it looks like it's a cat on the road. The driver gets aghast and uh, drives into another car. Um, and so Harold has to go out and buy a new car because <laughs> he has lots of money and he doesn't know what to do with him. So he buys stuff. He uh, passes by a truck. Uh, a, what was it? It's a coffee cart truck, I think. There's a lot of coffee. Uh, yeah, there's a car. lot of coffee, uh, but it's coffee for homeless people. Uh, free coffee. Um, there's like um, they're doing missionary work here. Uh, a preacher and his daughter, I think. And so he passes by and, and he, um, he gets uh, the truck on fire. He, an accident uh, happens and uh, he torches the truck. <laughs> and <laughs> so he has, to, he has to pay for the damages. And, I mean, and uh, I mean, he doesn't
0: burn up this truck because he's a douche. It's, it is an accident. And yeah, everything yeah. has been an accident. It, it's just uh, yeah, an oblivious... I guess it's a douche because he is a rich guy that nothing matters at all. Yeah. <laughs> he,
1: he, can, uh, he can buy himself out of all troubles. Uh, that's his uh, motto for life, I think. So uh, he opens his checkbook and uh, since he overhears the, uh, the preacher, the guy who owned the coffee cart truck, that says, "Oh, I shouldn't be out here. I should be having a mission instead. if only I could find some rich guy who could give me a thousand dollars for it. And so Lloyd only overhears the last part and he he says, uh, what you want for this?" And he hears a thousand dollars. So what? a thousand dollars for a coffee cart truck? That sounds madness, but since I have so much money and I don't really know <laughs> uh, what they're worth or something, he just uh, signs a thousand dollars away and gets it to him. But and I am mean, <laughs> so he's invested in a missionary.
0: Yeah, that's the plot. <laughs> yeah, that's the plot. I mean, but it's quite funny the way he ends up there because when when they smash the first car, he he gets he lets the driver get a day off and goes to buy a car immediately. Uh, drives off with that, but happens to up on a robbery and the cops uh, take his car and uh, drive after and. Uh, well, it ends with him um, uh, getting that car smashed by a train. Yeah. So, And, and the newspaper reports this as uh, this rich guy buying uh, $10,000 cars, uh, two, two t- $10,000 cars uh, the same day and just smash them because he doesn't know what to do with his money.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I, I, and <laughs> Yeah, I really liked uh, the uh, the chase scene uh, where they get shot at, uh, and uh, he uh, loses the nav cap on uh, one of the wheels and used that for his for a helmet. It was a very cute image.
0: Yeah, I like when they shoot the police shoot very close to his ear, so he. He pushed them away, so they shoot at other stuff. <laughs> uh, and, and the opening was great, uh, I, I thought. When we start on this, uh, among the poor people that drink coffee from a broken cups, and we transition to a whole cup on a silver plate, mm. and uh, these rich dudes talk about, did you hear Harold bought a new car to match his pants?
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I have to say, uh, the... Uh, The the intertitles continue to be a great uh, vehicle for Lloyd and his writers to uh, do a lot of great gags, actually. Uh, Lots of funny intertitles in this movie as well.
0: Yeah, and and, I mean, this movie is almost flimsier than the earlier ones. This Mm. has a tempo... I mean, uh, this was almost uh, too uh, fast-moving... I've I've been complaining that movies are too slow, but uh, Harold almost fast forward through and uh, skip uh, things altogether. Now Uh, it's really uh, nice pace.
1: (laughs) Well, I thought it uh, was—I thought it was kind of um, sausit, as we say in Swedish. Um, I don't know what the translation would be. Um, I thought it was a bit uh, slow. Yeah, dragged. Uh, yeah, it dragged a bit when he visits the, the, uh, the mission and goes around and uh, eats donuts and stuff like that that isn't donuts.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say the gagging on cookies gag runs for way too long.
1: Yeah, I thought it was quite unfunny. Um, but anyway, so uh, he gets a bit uh, peeved when he hears that he's bought a man a mansion. I tr- I'm always trying to say a mission, <laughs> and so he, he runs over to the mission and tries to uh, tear it down. Uh, the the uh, it's called Harold J um, something. Um, his name in the movie. Um, and uh, he tries to tear down the sign because he doesn't want to be seen bragging, doing, uh, you know, uh, beneficiary things. He wants to be perceived as a douchebag <laughs> because that's what rich people uh, want to be. Um, but uh, then he falls in love with uh, the preacher's daughter, I'm guessing it is. Um, and uh, damn, he has to invest in this uh, missionary. Downtown girl. Not only with his money, but also with his time and uh, shenanigans. Yeah. Um, so he has a chase. I'm thinking it's like mid mid uh, movie in, uh, where he tries to get a lot of bums and uh, bad guys into the mission. <laughs> they they're they're trying to have a um, uh, a communion or something uh, in the mission, um, and nobody's coming. So. Harold gets to the rescue, he runs out and goes to a seedy bar and insults a lot of people. Uh, and then there's one of these great uh, chase scenes that we've seen before, where he's trying to get as many people as possible to chase after him. Um, and we get a lot of funny routines in this uh, vein. Um, so, uh, yeah, essentially it, uh, it it is one of these uh, get chased by... A, as a lot of people as possible, uh, scenes. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's funny and it's uh, on point. And uh, uh, he's doing a lot of different shenanigans. Uh, he actually throws a mock bomb into a pool hall, <laughs> and everybody gets uh, afraid and runs out. And then he screams at them, ah, "That was me, you suckers," or something like that. And they all run after him. <laughs> and he it's has a- like a he has like a hundred uh, persons after him in this chase Uh, and finally he um, corrals them into the mission uh, and the bad guys they see oh cops have been chasing us as well let's be meek and uh, join the act here and uh, uh, yeah join in on the um, on the communion here Um, yeah so uh, essentially he befriends uh, these uh, bozos and hobos and uh um, alcoholics uh, and they—they uh, they think he's the best. He's the bee's knees.
0: Yeah, that guy—the usually the really bad guy. I mean, uh, is he called Bull Hair? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the biggest, meanest. Uh he manages to beat up himself on different props uh, yeah. <laughs> and stuff, but he and he himself and everyone else think it is uh, Harold that has beaten him up. Mm. So they, they get, yeah, they think he's an all right uh, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, he goes to his buddies and says, "Fellers, if this guy can preach like he can fight, it'll be a tough season for Satan.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Great stuff. Uh, great yeah, and there's some titles. cute, cute scenes. Yeah, between Harold and the girl,
0: and mainly be- between Harold and the bums. I suppose. Yeah,
1: I w- I would say yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> I mean that's my my main uh, problem these days. That that I, uh, because I think uh, Harold and um, Jobina Ralston, I think they have. Still have pretty good chemistry, but there is very little uh, for them to do together on screen.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean he was married, but I read that he had an affair with her, so I guess there was some real chemistry as well uh, between okay. them. Okay. Um, and yeah, I, I think you can you can see that they they really have a shine to each other. Um, yeah, and essentially. The, they, they fall in love it, it's not that difficult uh, love story really, they fall in love and they're all in agreement, they're gonna get married but his old buddies, his millionaire buddies, <laughs> they think what is he doing, he's bumming himself down, uh, getting married to um, uh, a missionary's daughter No, 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 we're gonna save him so they kidnap him
0: yeah, <laughs> really weird setup here <laughs>
1: Really weird setup. And he's like, why? Let me loose! I want to go to my marriage. No, 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 no. And before the millionaire uh, friends uh, leave the missionary uh, with uh, Harold uh, kidnapped, they tell uh, the bozos, the boos and the hobos and the the people that, uh, no, 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 he's not coming for the marriage. He he was playing you for a ruse. Uh, He's having none of this. He won't be back. And everybody breaks down. I mean, this is the worst thing that has happened to them ever. I mean, these guys—they—they're uh, mourning, so they go uh, boosting out for real. I mean, they're having a shena- they're they're hitting the boost mad. <laughs> uh, so and, and when they're finished, they say ah. I want to hear this from uh, Harold Lloyd's uh, mouth himself uh, that he, he doesn't want anything to do with us. So they travel to the bow uh, to the <laughs> to the millionaires um, country club um, country club. Uh, and they found that they find out that uh, they've been had. So they rescue um, Harold, and then <laughs> and then Harold has to rescue them. I mean, this this is pretty wonderful. <laughs> and then Harold has to rescue them because they're so liquored up uh, that they can hardly move, and they're only doing weird shenanigan stuff with people. They're throwing people downstairs and uh, down balconies, and uh, uh, yeah. So, so he has a a really difficult time trying to get back to his wedding with these bosos um, because yeah, they're gonna be there at the wedding. Um, but man, everything happens here.
0: Yeah, it really does. Uh, uh.
1: So he tries to he he um, he holds a taxi and uh, he ushers everybody into the taxi uh, through one door and they enter the the they go out the other door. And so he runs off with the taxi. What? Where did they go? And then he watches, he looks back and he sees that everybody is uh, <laughs> bicycling on bicycles that are standing on these, um, I don't know what you call them, uh, pedal that make them not uh, run away. So they're standing still on the bicycle, but they think they're bicycling. Uh, very, very funny sidekick. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're, they are very drunk.
1: <laughs> yeah. So a lot of things happen, yeah. and eventually they they hijack a um, a tram, and this is appears to be an uh, a very ordinary thing in Harold Lloyd movies, <laughs> hijacking trams and going on a rampage through the city. yeah that's
0: what you do.: That's what you do uh, and And eventually they get on this uh, double decker bus. Uh, and there's mm, yeah. a lot of stunts going on here, balancing on top of it uh, and climbing around outside, inside, upside.
1: Uh, yeah, they, they steal fruit <laughs> off a, a, yeah. a fruit cart. I mean- with a guy, they're holding on to a guy who is all, all the way down from the bus and uh, grabbing yeah, all and the And it fruit. leads to the banana nice. peel variation.
0: Banana peel gag. I mean, it's the banana yeah, peel so gag. You've
1: been talking about this for <laughs> ages. Like, oh man, just wait till we get to, for heaven's sake, this banana peel variation is gonna go through the roof. Was it a letdown?
0: Had I hyped it up too much?
1: Well, I think you hyped it up oh, a bit damn. too much, but uh, it was good. I it's mean, it's good. the
0: banana peel gag to end them all, I think.
1: So he slips on a banana peel on the hood of the yeah. bus, while the bus is moving at a perilous pace. Yeah.
0: Pretty good,
1: pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. and that's about uh, it. That's about it. Um, They finally... Oh, I thought it was very funny that he changes the bus sign from to the cemetery to uh, an ordinary address. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because uh, you were getting the feeling that they were going to the cemetery, all of them, in that crazy pace they were going. Um, Yeah, so... um... But I mean, yeah. And uh, they 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 arrive to the uh, to the missionary, and uh, Harold gets married, and he puts his ring on a wagging dog's tail. Spoiler alert. (laughs) I Uh, mean, (laughs) like nothing else has been spoilers. (laughs) I mean,
0: whatever. uh, I mean, uh, this one is uh, a bit rougher.
1: Uh, I mean, Mm, yeah.
0: I think he has. He was. Polishing his movies for a while. I mean, Girl Shy was is maybe his masterpiece so far.
1: I would say uh, so. I would say so. Yeah,
0: because every part locks into. I mean, even though some gags th- don't work for me, he moves on and and it locks into each other very well. And mm. then the set piece just takes, uh, just derails the narrative completely. Uh, this one, it's a, mm. it's some great stunts and stuff, but it doesn't yeah. gel the pieces. It's it's pretty yeah, rough yeah. That, and un- that's un- unconstructed. And uh, I mean, mm. it's the flimsiest Lloyd uh, so far. And and it can, I guess, uh, it can either be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on wh- yeah, depending I mean, on the, what you're after
1: absolutely there there are some phenomenal stuff here but i actually was uh, um i was a bit semi bored at times uh, because there was a, uh, some things that didn't work and they they um, went on for too long like the the donut uh, things in the missionary um but uh, when they go when they do get going uh, it's a pretty good going um so it's it's a pretty good movie i would say but uh, maybe not up to par with uh, "Girl Shy" and "Save the Last," at least. And I mean,
0: a bus um, full of drunk uh, hobos uh, careening about—it's it's a pretty nice setup. I mean, I didn't know yeah. police story. Jackie Chan's police story uh, lifted so much from this scene with the double-decker bus, but Jackie Chan could uh, mm. definitely had some drunk uh, hobos in there. Mm. <laughs> and I mean, yeah. yeah whatever Lloyd lacks and, uh, in sophistication and uh, precise <laughs> staging, <laughs> he kind of makes yeah. up for with this. Uh, there is an efficiency and uh, almost an anar- anarchic. What do you say? An anarchic, anarchic uh, energy to to his movies. I th- I think mm. while while the cookie gag bogs it down and some other pieces. It it still moves mm. at a very fast pace at other places and, and also mm. is almost yeah. chaotic in a sense. Mm. Uh, yeah. I, I like that energy. I mean, Buster mm. is coming into his own with with this uh, clean, precise uh, staging of things. I mm. mean, you, you sense that it's perfectly set up. This is more... Mm. Uh, uh, yeah chaotic and th- there's uh, there's a life and nerve to it but
1: absolutely and uh, I do I do really like uh, Harold Lloyd's uh, comic acting as well uh, I think his body language is uh, very precise and very meticulous um, and I I love all these small instances like where, you know, uh, when he starts running, he does almost like a cartoon, um, cartoon-esque uh, thing. Where he like jogs his elbows back uh, and then, all right, let's get going, run! And when he runs, he runs like a madman and uh, so it's essential Lloyd stuff, you sense? Uh, oh, there goes Lloyd again, showing off his, uh, showing off his best assets. Uh, which I think is him uh, in a chase, I would say. Um, so yeah, I'm. Uh, I've really, I've really taken a, a shine to Harold Lloyd um, these past episodes. Yeah,
0: yeah, me too. He's the big surprise of the silent era for me. Uh.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad props to Lloyd, um, who also of course uh, made, I think, the most money of all the silent comedy era um, actors. I think even more than Charlie Chaplin. Um, And he made the transition to sound better than his peers. So there's a lot going for him, actually. That would be interesting to um, to see
0: uh, the sound hitting well, these guys. We don't
1: know that. We haven't seen we haven't seen his sound movies. No, but, but the, we will, we will get there. <laughs> that we will get there, absolutely. But before we get there, let's finish this episode 1926 with uh, Buster Keaton's masterpiece, The General. And we we've seen this movie together in Podhard uh, before. When we did uh, this podcast in Swedish, uh, we saw The General and we had a gay old time. Uh, We we listened to the episode, uh, both of us, uh, yesterday. Uh, And uh, (laughs) maybe we were a bit... uh, We were so enthusiastic, Anders. What happened to us?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We were young and (laughs) unruined. But it it was the first time... I mean, it's... uh, uh, yeah, it, it's the first rewatch in Podhard as Podhard. So it was the first time you could mm. uh, use one of our episodes, as as I've been uh, hinting at, at them to be yeah. used as uh, listen to instead of watching the rewatching the movie.
1: So- <laughs> yeah, or perhaps like a like a director's commentary going through the movie and hearing lots of fun stuff about things going on. I mean. I thought it was uh, a blast actually listening to us first and then re-watching the movie and then, oh yeah, that's what I thought about that. And that- oh, Anders had that to say about that. So yeah, pretty nice actually.
0: Yeah, we'd Would-
1: we're doing good stuff, man. We're doing The risk good stuff. of uh, putting our
0: asses up our heads—I mean, uh, the other way around—pretty uh, far. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was uh, yeah. funny stuff. I didn't know we. I think uh, we had some pretty smart uh, comments on on the movie that I didn't even uh, register <laughs> on my rewatch. So I, I have definitely become uh, stupider.
1: Well, in just I, a couple of think, years, uh, I do think we're better when we watch a movie together. Um, we we tend to riff more with each other on on stuff. Yeah, I th- um, I, I say
0: s- these couple of years have has been hard. Uh... Yeah, we're doing.
1: <laughs> in case you haven't noticed, uh, we're not doing this podcast in the, even in the same city. Anders is like uh, like a hundred miles away from me. Um, so yeah. It's a bit uh, difficult um, assessing the movies uh, when you're doing it uh, on your own and then you have to, uh, you know, collaborate on your verdict for the movies. Uh, yeah, yours, and but, also uh,
0: I just become stupid.
1: So- yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> so, yeah. So, s- maybe you yeah, become es- stupid. Exactly. <laughs> so
0: that adds uh, some trouble for, for, for you.
1: <laughs> for you guys listening. Yeah, yeah for yeah. you. Yeah, on to the movie, yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> oh, what? yeah let's what, get on uh, with it. What the hell so this? Uh, th- Yeah, it's The General. Yeah, The General. Yeah, we're talking did about The Did you see Battling uh, Buster? Which...
0: Butler? Battling no, Butler, I No, I didn't mean. see that.
1: <laughs> Bust- Battling Butler. Buster. I, I've, I've written it down at ba- as Battling Buster, but it's <laughs> Battling <laughs> Butler. Yeah, it's a boxing movie that Buster did the same year, but... Uh, uh, I thought it was really uninteresting. So I I watched a couple of minutes and then skipped. Yeah, it. there's
0: an extended extended training sequence that was uh, pretty funny. And I was thinking about these. Uh, I mean, boxing movies were already a, a tradition. The first uh, yeah. full feature was a filmed boxing match. Uh, we talked about mm. that
1: one. Back in the 1800s.
0: <laughs> yeah, way back.
1: Yeah. Seems so long ago, way but back.
0: it's just a couple of episodes away.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. anyway, the uh, general, the general <laughs> uh, I I would say this is Buster Keaton's uh, masterpiece. Um, it uh, still holds up for me. Um, watching it again, um, it is uh, a movie set in the Civil War, and it's based on a true story, uh, which uh, you know it, it is. Uh, it, it 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 portrays. Um, uh, the South as the heroes, this movie, which can be a bit troubling some for most of us um, that uh, tend not to agree with uh, racism and uh, keeping uh, black people as slaves. But uh, <laughs> uh, with the, that out of the way, uh, since he has based it on a true story, I'm guessing he's not uh, a KKK member, Basikitan. Um, I'm hoping that as as well. Um, But uh, there's not that much uh, references to uh, racism or holding slaves in this movie. It's essentially the South versus the North. um, And they're enlisting people in the beginning of the movie. Uh, Buster works as an engineer for a locomotive called The General. So that is the uh, title of the movie. It's a train. And early on, we get uh, some inclinations on what uh, matters to Buster, uh, or Johnny, as his character is called, which is a very weird name for him. Uh, doesn't gel at all for me. <laughs> but uh, so Johnny's two loves is his engine and uh, a girl, which he pursues. And this is a fantastic picture, <laughs> <laughs> a photograph of Buster in front of the locomotive. Uh, With his stone face uh, right in front of you, and you have the train behind. And that is uh, in a frame that that has been framed and put on a table at the girl's residence. So the only picture that she has of Buster is of Buster in front of his train. And I think that is hilarious.
0: Yeah, it's it's wonderful.
1: I did like uh, that when he goes to visit her. Uh, he has two uh, children uh, going after him, like they're ducklings or something. Uh, they just travel with him and into the house, and he has to uh, l- lure them out of the house by going out of the house and then the quickly getting back into the house. So it's a, it's a small, um, cute thing. There's a lot of cute things in this movie. Um, yeah,
0: yeah that is cute uh, that is cute uh, I, I mean in this one buster seems to have uh, put some more efficiency into into constructing it as a whole uh, it moves yeah. as, as at a much brisker pace and it's just a simple setup and then it's it's uh, two big set pieces through, or i mean a, a one big set piece the whole goddamn movie
1: i mean the story the story is the most coherent for any Buster Keaton movie <laughs> that we've seen. Uh, the story is actually okay, I think. Uh, so it's essentially about uh, the northerners stealing the general uh, and then uh, taking that train back between enemy lines to the north and Buster pursuing them and trying to take the train back. Um, and uh, Yeah, and then the other way well, around. Yeah, and then the other way around, when he has gotten the train back, (laughs) uh, he escapes and is chased by the northerners. Uh, So there's a lot of train stuff in this movie and a lot of fantastic train stuff. Um, So he is a bit down on his luck when all this is happening because he's tried to enlist uh, for the South, but they think he's more valuable as an engineer. But they don't tell him that, they just say, no, you, you are not allowed to enlist. And he thinks he's weak because he's much smaller than everybody else. And uh, he, he, he does strike a very minuscule uh, figure uh, comparing to the other folks around. And so his girl uh, gives him the cold shoulder and uh, doesn't want anything to do with him because he hasn't enlisted and uh, fought for the South, as you should, um, so he's uh, he's basically all broken down uh, when all this She doesn't want to see him but, uh, uh,
0: until he's in uniform, and and uh, as it happens, that that will be uh, true, just the wrong uniform. Yeah. So it's very small, yeah. clever gags that gets followed up on as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that isn't that uh, that isn't that apparent no. uh, as as they tend to be in silent movie so. comedies. So that's that's good. Um, and so when the train gets taken, the girl is on board the train. Um, so the, the, um, the hoodlums, the northerners, they kidnap her as well. So Buster has to save both the train and the girl. And uh, he starts off by running after the train. <laughs> Great stuff. He's simply running uh, his ass off. Uh, yeah, so he starts off running and then he finds a trolley. Uh, and he uh, pumps it like crazy after Uh, Until it uh, falls down uh, into water. Uh, And then he finds a bicycle that is like an extremely early bicycle. Um, This is like 1861. So it's uh, one of those bicycles with a huge back wheel and a small front wheel. Or maybe it's it's the the, the the other way around. It's the yeah. other way around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, and and this bicycle is so made of wood and uh, doesn't hold up for him for long. Uh, but finally, he finds uh, a locomotive. Uh, he passes a locomotive. And, <laughs> I mean, uh, hi- hijacks. <laughs> I mean, that bike,
0: it. It, it barely takes him out of frame. Yeah. It's so cleverly set up and, and framed throughout uh, everything.
1: Yeah, so he finds a a train, hijacks that and uh, gives chase and uh, on board the train he has uh, a cannon that is uh, positioned uh, in a cart behind the train. And this cannon, you get some great gags with the cannon because uh, Buster thinks he can can, um, derail the general. ...by shooting at it, uh, which is a bit weird. It is his train. Why would he want to shoot at it with a cannon? Uh, Well, anyway, he's not thinking straight, obviously. Uh, But he does uh, get back onto the cannon and um, the cannon blows up and it shoots straight up in the air, I think. No, it shoots uh, just... (laughs) he puts two little powder, uh, gunpowder. Into the cannon. So the cannon shoots the cannonball straight into the uh, locomotive uh, cart where he's sitting. It's like, what? Is the cannonball here? Huh? And he runs back. Uh, and then the cannon is like uh, the train tracks, they're very bumpy. And so the positioning of the cannon, which is like at a 45 degree angle or something, uh, it starts to bump down until it's uh, in a very uh, horizontal position. And so the cannon is pointing straight at the train that Buster is driving. And so Buster gets panic. Uh, he gets trapped in a, in a chain, uh, and then there's some real tension going on here. But he's saved by the curve of the tracks. So his train follows the, the track to the left which gives the cannon uh, a free range onto the general which is uh, further up ahead and it's a fantastic shot where the cannon goes off and you see uh, the impact like just behind the general uh, in the same shot very very nice stuff
0: it's one of the best shots in cinema history <laughs>
1: Oh yeah! Now we're talking action ended.
0: cinema history, at, at least. Yeah, yeah. Great stuff. This, Great stuff. this is. Uh, I mean, he throughout it uh, works uh, with this. Uh, uh, he sets up a lot of depth of field uh, gags where, where he's working with uh, background and, and and stuff. It's and this mm. shot is is probably the best from from that perspective.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I it, think it's a really nice really nice when he's like uh, pumping um, uh, wood into the uh, furnace of the locomotive uh, and he's like positioned in uh, uh, a half shot, a, a mid mid shot. Uh, and you see in the in the background, uh, the South Army, the Southern Army retreating, Yeah. As the train is moving past them, this is amazing. I don't know, it could be back projection, but I don't think it is. I think he actually did this because he was a bit crazy, you know. Uh, So it's a magnificent shot as well. Uh, When you see Buster, uh, he doesn't notice the army uh, behind him as it's uh, moving through a field. Uh, It's beautiful.
0: Yeah, it's an amazing mass mass scene scene. Mm. And and yeah, but you just throughout uh, camera placement and the moving camera, they had uh, three three trains, one to uh, yeah, film from. Trains. So so they get yeah. these wonderful uh, moving uh, uh, images. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's moving I mean, images, uh, man. They're, they're, it-
1: <laughs> Moving images. These are the best train shots we've seen in silent uh, movies, and I mean they do a lot of train shots in <laughs> silent movies, that's for sure. But this is so smooth and perfect and uh, fantastically framed. Um, it's it's really great stuff. You know what uh, what people would uh,
0: say? This is uh, this is uh, elevated. Uh, it's an elevated train movie.
1: Yeah. Uh, And they do get to an elevation later on. Yeah, they do.
0: I mean, all the time, it's. uh, I mean, the shot was a shot. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh... (laughs) The shot was a shot. Well, explain that first. (laughs) I
0: mean, the best action shot was a cannon that shot.
1: In a shot. In a shot, yeah. And now we get an
0: elevated train in an elevated train movie. So. So it's it's
1: mm. it, there's this clarity <laughs> to the proceed <laughs> that that you're not emphasizing. <laughs> no, it's there, man. It's there. I ain't reading anything the... into this. Uh, this is uh, on point. <laughs> well, the elevation you're talking about is that uh, his train is coming into a a tunnel, and above. You see the other train going on a on a bridge above the train. It's it's hard to explain, but it looks uh, very wacky. It looks like the um, the framework is is not that solid for the the bridge. Uh, but we do get the we do get that um, the bad guys can see down on the train, and then they realize, hey, it's only one guy chasing us. Uh, let's get him, and so they they. Um, they give chase to Buster and he has to hide in the um, in the bushes. In enemy territory. And a, um, yeah, and, and then there's nightfall and Buster is uh, down on his luck again. He doesn't know where to go. And then he finds a cottage. And, I mean, in this movie, Buster... <laughs> He's gliding up to surfaces in a, in a fantastic way. Uh, he has, uh, he's, it's almost like he has elevated <laughs> uh, his, his own um, comedic uh, style with his body language here as well. Because he, he's, he's like rubber man. He, he glides in a crazy manner up to the window. It looks like he's, he's made of uh, rocket fuel or something. Uh, Fantastic stuff when he glides into frame and uh, onto uh, surfaces. Yeah,
0: and yet yet again, uh, he glides to the exact positions where where he should be in frame. It's all, yeah, it's uh, spectacular.
1: Yeah, and so in this cottage, uh, the bad guys are in the cottage uh, and the girl is here and uh, he buster jumps in the window and uh, hides beneath the table. So uh, Buster, he gets an opportunity to save the girl and he takes it. He knocks down a guy and dresses up like a northerner in uniform. So when she sees Buster now, he's in uniform. Uh, maybe the wrong uniform, but he's in uniform at least. And uh, so they, uh, they they run out into the forest. Uh, a bear attacks them uh, and they, uh, they fall asleep uh, together. Uh, And so the next day, they hijack the general. There's an army encampment there where the train is, and a lot of people and a lot of soldiers. And they're um, putting stuff on board the uh, carts uh, behind the train. And so Buster engineers a plan that uh, he is to uh, put his girl into a bag.
0: Yeah, he puts the girl in a bag. This is also... uh, uh, This is quite problematic. Doesn't Buster yeah. sometimes put girls in bags? I mean, this is also... Uh, he just carries around girls. They they are dead weight to, to him. Yeah. They're, to some, uh, they're not as active as in uh, a Larry C- Semen movie. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but she does uh, do a lot of things that she doesn't get credit yeah, for from yeah, Buster yeah, that's in true. this movie. I mean, I mean, she she isn't um, um, a damsel in distress. Uh, I mean, all the way through, in that she doesn't do anything, she does um, pull out the thing so that the train carts won't be following the general locomotive, and uh, then she engineers a trap for the uh, train that follows them. Yeah, that Buster scuffs uh, where, at. <laughs> yeah, he thinks, oh my god, what, why did you do this? Uh, she essentially has run a trap wire across the, the, the trails between two th- trees. Uh, and, and Buster looks at that and thinks, oh my god, this is not going to work at all. The, the train is just going to move past this. And it does, but, it do- but at the same time, the trees get uh, torn up from the roots and so the the, tra- the trees are trailing uh, the train's sides and making a nuisance of itself so they have to stop and get rid of this uh, concoction. Yeah so,
0: yeah yeah so he ridicules her but, but it works great. Uh, so yeah you're definitely onto something there.
1: Mm. So maybe the, the character is a douche, but the director, Buster Keaton, maybe isn't. Yeah, he's, po- he's
0: maybe uh, is pointing his finger a bit at something, like, like uh, Harold did in Girl Shy as well,
1: uh, mm.
0: painting a more uh, complex picture.
1: And I mean, uh, I, we have to mention the, that when uh, Buster grabs the train, he does this uh, double whammy ja- Jackie Chan style uh, he goes crazy. There's three guys in the locomotive and he knocks two guys out with uh, his right fist and his left fist and then he does a karate kick on the third guy and then it takes the train and <laughs> goes. Great stuff. Um, yeah, but there's a lot of great scenes as well uh, in the chase here when uh, Jackie and the girl is being... Jackie, I said. <laughs> Jackie, Jackie, Jackie. Uh, so yeah, now I'm totally being confused here. You, you um, skipped
0: ahead a, a couple of decades.
1: Yeah, I did. Uh, Jackie Chan, of course, uh, very influenced by Buster Keaton. Um, so uh, yeah, Buster. Uh, there, there's another great shot here where they use another elevation, Anders. Yeah. Do you mean when he, yeah. he
0: cuts out uh, a frame in the frame and and
1: starts uh, <laughs> No. <laughs> cuts out the frame in the frame. Oh, you mean in <laughs> the, in yeah. the back
0: of the wagon in the wall he cuts mm. out a, a hole and it becomes a frame in the frame and and then oh, we yeah, see yeah, yeah. in-depth behind, and they throw out things oh, on yeah. the rails. So, so we have a frame-in-frame, mm. frame, but a very subtle use of, of it uh, as well. And mm. I love this... Uh, um, I talked about that in the Swedish uh, episode, this John McClain character that is uh, just uh, <laughs> very annoying and irritating to the bad guys. Mm. Uh, yeah. When he throws out these, all this rubble on the r- rail, they have to stop all the time and, <laughs> and take it away. So, a very mm. irritating, annoying
1: hero that is doing,
0: yeah, little uh, shenanigans.
1: Well, yeah, I know. That's great that's stuff as well. Up. But I was talking about an, an actual ah, elevation.
0: yeah, the other elevated train. Yeah, this yeah, was the one yeah. I, I thought you were talking about uh, earlier. But yeah, we get two oh, yeah. elevated trains. And, and this is three trains in, in
1: uh, it, image. It, it, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Uh, this is the
0: money shots, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is the money shot. Yeah, okay. in an action
0: movie, you should you should put all the money up on screen. So Buster had three trains. Oh so yeah, we gotta yeah. get, get them. all shot. of them yeah. in in
1: frame. Mm. So so what what happens is um, <laughs> you 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 see this in a in a um in a profile way i'm guessing you see the trains in profile um and so buster's train is down on a on a track below and then there's a ramp next to him where the other trains the other two trains they go up the ramp and is above buster uh buster's train uh, but the, the ramp just ends, so that they can't continue. They're, they're stuck on top of this ramp while Buster uh, moves away with his train. Great shot. Uh, uh, and
0: and <laughs> we haven't mentioned <laughs> that we, we get uh, this. Uh, uh, that's also, an I guess, an elevation. A fall. Oh, another elevation. Yeah, a fall between cuts. Mm-hmm.
1: When when uh... a fall between cuts,
0: <laughs> yeah. Buster climbs in through a hole in the wagon, and we cut to him lying on the floor after the fall. Oh yeah, banged yeah. up. So so the fall is between the edits and not in the movie. This is something I, well, I this like is...
1: when when you edit this out is interesting. the action. Yeah, we yeah, see the yeah result. because he doesn't tend to do that. No, exactly. But he does this one time. So that's why. So he, he we should he's, focus. He's elevating his art as well here. He's elevating ah. the art by
0: exclusion.
1: Oh man, that's great. <laughs> that's great stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, eventually uh, Buster and the girl reaches a bridge. And they got they get an idea that they're gonna burn the bridge so that the um, and suing uh, trains can't catch up to them. Um, they start a fire and the buster is on the wrong side of the fire, he can't get back to the train. And so he has to make uh, a big leap over the fire, but he falls uh, through the train tracks. He f- falls into a gap between the train tracks and goes down into the river below. Great yeah. shot as well, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> but but
0: uh, we have skipped uh, another amazing. I mean, we have s- the, these are amazing uh, shots. But uh, there yeah, there yeah, is yeah. one that uh, needs to be addressed.
1: Okay, yeah, <laughs> go for it. Man. When, when
0: for the Northerners uh drive mm. up uh, just behind uh, Buster's train and climb climb down in front of the engine and manage to. Um, uh, connect to Buster's wagon. We get a, a mm-hmm. wide shot and, and as we see this happen uh, the, the, tr- the camera moves up ahead and uh, show Buster disconnecting the wagon uh, at exactly the same time uh, mm. in, in one take and it's uh, just beautifully timed and conceived. It's mm. Uh, mm. mesmerizing, this shot.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, you got to watch this movie. You you, you can't just uh, listen to us, guys. You need to watch the movie. And then it's listen stuff. to us, guys. And then listen again to us. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so they should do. listen
0: first, then watch the yeah, movie. Yeah, listen to and us and then, then listen, first listen see again. The <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep up with our charade of being entertaining. And... Uh, talk a bit about uh, when the other trains arrive to the bridge. I mean, Buster uh, takes his train back to the southern encampment uh, and tells everybody that the northerners are coming. So everybody gets ready for a fight uh, and runs away. Um, And we see the other trains uh, go... One of the trains try to pass the bridge, uh, even though it's on fire. Uh, There is some commander (laughs) telling the engineer that, uh, hey, it isn't uh, burned uh, down uh, completely. You can do it. Just go, man. But he can't. So, uh, we and here's another money shot. Yeah, this might Uh, be the money shot. Yeah, I'm guessing this is the money shot that people would reference when they talk about the general. Because this is... uh, This is essentially the the most expensive single shot of the silent movie era. Uh, Buster essentially uh, totals the train uh, and the bridge. Yeah, real train,
0: real bridge.
1: Yeah, a real train and a real bridge. So the train goes onto the bridge, the bridge collapses, and everything just pummels down into the river below. And and this train, uh, this train was actually left here uh, for a long time uh, in the river. Uh, I mean, it wasn't until the Second World War, when the um, government thought that they needed material for the uh, the war effort, uh, that they uh, sent some people and uh, you know picked up the train and. Uh, uh, essentially melted it down into bullets, I think. So during the entire 30s, you could actually go to this river and see the tr- the the train uh, lying on the riverbed here. Cool, crazy stuff, eh? This is the opposite of a, a, a uh,
0: elevated train. It's a de elevated train. It goes the p- de elevated p- train pummels down
1: into destruction. Yeah, Buster gives us all kinds of trains, man. Yeah.
0: Total destruction. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good total uh, destruction. Good uh, feature in an action it's movie. The
1: total destruction of the heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: possibly. Yeah, I guess
1: of the train so, anyway. Um, <clears throat> and we get uh, a final uh, set piece, uh, a, a war between the north and the south uh, in this uh, riverbank. Yeah, like all
0: this isn't enough already. We get a huge epic battle
1: scene. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's pretty good stuff. Uh, people are shooting at each other. Buster is running around, and he has picked up like a say an officer's saber or something like that. That isn't um, that isn't stuck uh, to the um, the hilt or what you call it the, the the handle. The handle isn't attached to the saber, so the saber gets loose when he swings uh, the saber, uh, which essentially saves him from a bullet. Uh, when he stands by a cannon and he tries to uh, motivate his uh, comrades uh, yeah, to attack, to attack. And he flings his saber and the, uh, the saber uh, goes away and uh, knocks a guy in the back. But
0: I, I love this scene when he stands and uh, po- there's this... Uh, yeah, you could call him a sniper lying in, in and, and yeah, shooting yeah. off the cannon team. Uh, Buster mm. stands and points at the the sniper, shoot, <laughs> shoot that guy with the <laughs> cannon, <laughs> shoot that guy yeah. and he picks them off one by one <laughs> I yeah, love that yeah. and there's these shots of uh, the sun gleaming through the trees and mm. gun smoke, I mean whoa, that's some magic uh, yeah. magic stuff
1: this is a very beautiful movie um, perhaps perhaps the most beautiful movie we've seen so far and. In this assessment of action movie history. Um, So mad props to Buster for uh, pulling this off. Um, This movie was a a disaster at the box office. And didn't get uh, critiqued that well either by the the newspapers. uh, Which is uh, mind-boggling today when you watch it. But uh, yeah, essentially I think this was uh, the first... uh, part of Buster's downward spiral um, because uh, it was around this period that he changed uh, movie company and didn't get as much uh, control over his movies as he would uh, have earlier in the 20s.
0: Uh, I'm at a loss for words.
1: Yeah, that's just uh, madness. How could they do this to our Buster? I mean, here oh. he is
0: out elevating the train genre, and
1: that—that that <laughs> is the beginning of the downward spiral. <laughs> oh man, I—I can't, uh, I can not i can not grasp it, man. That's just crazy. Uh, so anyway, in my mind, yeah, a total masterpiece. This movie, um, great stuff, great, great stuff. You need to see it. That's 1926 for ya.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. I suppose.
1: Yeah, I Move think so. For I mean, we we've obviously missed something, and I and I'm hoping that uh, you guys listening will uh, tell us about it. Um, but uh, yeah, these are our picks for the action movies of 1926. Um, yeah, and we'll be rolling on to 1927 next time. And uh, I don't even know what's waiting for us. Uh, oh yeah. Maybe it's the first movie to get the first Academy Award, Anders.